Thank you, Heavenly Father. We are before you, O King. We are before you, O our Father. This morning we pray that Lord have your way in us this morning. Speak a word in season that would increase our faith. Speak a word in season that will comfort us. Speak a word in season that will heal us. Speak a word in season that will remove all our worries. Speak a word in season that will cause us to leave this church afresh. In the mighty name of Jesus, let your word bring strength. Let your word bring joy. Let your word bring betterment to our lives. Let your word bring peace to our lives. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray with thanksgiving. Let the church say amen. Amen. Hallelujah. This morning, I'm going to preach a word, and I want you to give me your attention. Last week, that it took us through a very powerful word, and I was really, really touched by the word, grooming us. Hallelujah. So please give God your attention this morning. Don't allow anything you're thinking about to take your focus this morning. Amen. We have gone through a series of teachings on about attitude. It's amount of godly attitude. And my mind went back to our theme for this year, our year of Christ-like living. And it's God's desire that we end the year with this same mindset. So I'm teaching on a message entitled, The Power of Godly Attitude with a Positive Mentality. Hallelujah. You know, God's desire is for us to just be like Christ Jesus with regards to his humility, with regards to his obedience, with regards to his heart, the way he loves, his compassion, the way he forgives, the way he's so temperate, he is not quick-tempered, the way he's, he, he, he's so respectable and respectful and deals with people. God wants us to learn from Christ, everything about Christ. But there's one amazing thing about Christ that he wants us to also have, and that is my focus this morning. Let's go to Philippians 2 verses 5. So let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Who be in the form of man did not consider it's robbery to be equal with God. He said, let this mind be in you. So it's about the mind of Christ, the way Christ thinks. The way he thinks. God wants us to have the same mind. The same mindset. How Christ Jesus thinks. How many of us are consciously working on our attitude this month? So I'm very consciously working on myself as well. And anytime we make a conscious effort to work on ourselves. It's actually positioning us on the right track for God's promotion. But consciously working on ourselves does not automatically bless our lives. Except we change the way we think. Hallelujah. In Romans 12 verses 1 to 2. Let's quickly read that verse. Romans 12 verses 1 to 2. So I beseech you therefore brethren by the mercies of God. That you present your bodies as a living sacrifice. Holy, acceptable to God. Which is your reasonable service. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is good and acceptable and perfect will of God. So God wants us to change the way we think. Change the way we think. There are two types of mentality or two types of mindsets. It's the positive mindset and the negative mindset. Now, amazingly, a positive mindset is basically the approach we all need to have towards life. It's an approach that makes life worth living. It's an approach that makes life so easy to live, so peaceful and so enjoyable. It's a mind that sees positive in every negative situation. In Matthew 19 verse 26... But Jesus looked at them and said to them, with, the, with men, this is impossible, but with God, all things are possible. That is a mindset. 
A mindset that sees possibility in every impossibility. That's a positive mindset. So we are looking at how we can benefit from a, from a, from a, a godly, how we can benefit with a positive mindset, with a good uh, or a godly attitude. Not only is God grooming us, but it's actually with regards to our, our character, but it's actually positioning us for something very, very big. Hallelujah. So as we're about to end the year, God wants us to end the year with a positive mindset. A positive attitude towards life. Listen to this. So many people are so burdened right now because of how things are going in Ghana. They are so burdened. But listen, God does not want us to be like the world. God wants us to change the way we think. So no matter the situation that's around us, we still enjoy life the way it is. Hallelujah. Has happened to me. So they always get what they think about. A negative person. Job was saying that the thing I feared has happened to me. I used to live like that. You know, I remember those times. I anytime things are so smooth in my life, everything is going well, I become worried, I become so afraid. Why? Because I think that something bad is about to happen. The way things are going normal, it's, it's I'm not okay. Some something bad. So I, I'm, I'm always living in fear of, of the eventuality of what something bad that will happen. There are people like that who always live their lives in fear. They are always worried about life. They are always fearful. They, they are afraid because of what they have gone through. They are afraid because of what they have experienced or seen in other people's lives. They are afraid because of what they have heard. How many of us understand what I'm talking about this morning? Let's go to our anchor scripture for this year. Matthew 11 verse 28 to 29. Listen, we're going to end 2018 well. Hallelujah. We're going to end the year well. Anchor scripture for this year. Come to me all who labor and are heavy laden and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me for I am gentle and lowly in heart and you will find rest for your souls. Hallelujah. Very, very powerful verse. God is saying that we just should learn from Christ Jesus. And when we learn his character, his mannerism, the way he is, the next thing that he gives to us is Peace. He said, We find rest for our souls. We find peace of mind. God's desire for every one of us is to enjoy peace of mind. Everything that we find ourselves, no matter the challenges that confront us in life, God wants you and I to find peace. Listen to this God cannot function if our minds are negative. Our minds has the capacity to stop what or to stop God from what He intends doing in our lives. Our mind has the ability to stop or limit God. Sometimes God is not able to function in our lives because of the way we think. Do you know that sometimes your mind can make you feel sick? And your mind, the same mind, can make you feel well. If you think that I am not sick, I am fine. You are fine. If you sometimes people go to the hospital, doctor will look at them, do all the checks, and just give them paracetamol. Because the person feels sick. He, he thinks he's sick. And there's nothing wrong with the person. The doctor just gives you para. And amazingly, when they take the para, they get well. Because the para is coming from the doctor's prescription. But they will take the same para in the house. It will not work because they have, they have made up their mind that I am not well. I have to go to the hospital. So when the doctor writes para and he says para, they are fine. <laughs> Hallelujah. It's not anything, but it's because of their mind. They have tuned their mind that they are sick. Do you know that the same mind can make you not or, 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 or deny you of being able to fast? If you make up your mind, I'm going to go through the fasting, sister says you can do it. But as soon as you begin to think that I am hungry, 
you feel hungry and you are thinking about the food you have not ate watchy and you you sometimes you can even smell it you can smell kenke when the kenke not around you it all has to do with the mind the mind is a very very powerful engine so until we change the mind to be like the mind of god we cannot walk with god and the plans of god for our lives cannot manifest this morning tell yourself i change my mind I tune it as God thinks. In Jesus name. Change the way we think. We must change how we think. Then we can be, be, begin to see the hand of God working in our lives. Proverbs 23 verse 7 says, let's go to that verse quickly please. Proverbs 23 verse 7. For as he thinks in his heart, so is he. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. You cannot become more than you think. And you will not become more than you think. You cannot excel above your thoughts. If you are negative. Your life will be, your life will always be a minus. If you are a negative person, your life will always be a minus. And if you are a positive person, your life will always be a plus. So that the thing is that a negative person's life is always minus. And a positive person's life is always plus. Many a times people are so worried in life. They worry about everything. But look at what Jesus Christ said in Luke 12 verse 22 30. I want to clearly read this verse. Very powerful verse. Many a times you cannot enjoy life because of how you think. You are so worried about everything. Then he said to his disciples, Therefore I say to you, do not worry about your life and what you will eat, nor about the body or what you put on. Life is more than food and the, bo- and the body is more than clothing. Consider ravens, for they neither sow nor reap, which have neither storehouse nor barn, but God feeds them. Of how much more value are you than the birds? And which of you by worrying can add, look at this, which of you by worrying can add one cubit to his stature? <laughs> Let's roll. And if you then are not able to do the least, why are you anxious for the rest? Consider the lilies, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. And yet I say to you, even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. If then God so clothes the, the grass, which today is in the field and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, how much more will he clothe you, O you of little faith? Do not, seek what, what, do not seek what you should eat or what you should drink, nor have an anxious what? mind. Let me just end here. So do not have an anxious mind. A mind that worries about everything. Worry does not add to our lives. Worry takes takes out of our lives. Listen, today, before you leave this room, every worry you came to this church with is dropped in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. We are leaving this church with a mind of God. A mind that adds to our lives. Hallelujah. I want to take you through the benefits of a positive mindset. The benefit of a positive mindset. If you have a positive mindset, how you benefit from it. Let me have Hebrews 11 verse 6. And I also read Proverbs 23 verse 18. Hebrews 11 verse 6. And I will also read Proverbs 23 verse 18. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Let me also have the Proverbs 23. For surely there is a hereafter and your hope or your expectation will not be cut off. So you don't lose when you are positive minded. You don't lose. You gain. Because listen to this. uh, A positive mind is a mind of faith. A positive mind is a mind of faith. And if you have a mind of faith, your expectation will not be cut off. How do I benefit from a positive mindset? It makes you, number one, a very joyful person in life. 
It makes you a very healthy person and you live longer. Sometimes you can go to the hospital and doctor can tell you that oh this sickness this this and this and that and listen because of what they sometimes what they say and the kind of words they use and the kind of things they say they put fear in us sometimes they cut our lives short. But you can live longer and you can be healed if you have a positive mindset. No, no, this sickness cannot kill me. There's a saying that what you don't fear cannot kill you. So no matter what the doctor has said, if you have changed your mind to be positive, listen, it cannot have effect on you. On you because the, heart, the mind has control over the body. So number one, the mind, if you have a positive mindset, it brings health and it brings long life. It also brings peace of mind. You don't worry about anything. You're always at peace. So well, there are people who, don't even, who can't even sleep well. They can't sleep. From, they can't sleep the whole night. They wake up about six times in the night because they, they just cannot sleep because they, are, they, are, they, are, they worry about everything. But if you have a very positive mind, you sleep and you sleep in peace. Hallelujah. Sometimes the reason why so many, so many other sicknesses that comes upon us is as a result of no peace of mind. You're not able to rest well. So, and when you don't sleep, you end up getting sick. Even God rested on the seventh day. Hallelujah. From today, rest in Jesus' name. Receive the grace to rest in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Your sleep will be sweet. Hallelujah. Listen, there's a time that Jesus Christ was in the boat. And the boat was what? Was being tossed by the waves of the sea. The Bible said that the disciples were worried. They were worried. If the boat is turning like this, by all means, a man will see it or feel it. But he was still resting peacefully. And the man went to say, Ah, can't you see we are dying? And he came out and with so much calm. And he said, Peace, be still. Hallelujah. No matter the troubles you are in, you will still be at peace if you have a positive mind. No matter the turbulence around you, you will still be at peace if you have a positive mind. Hallelujah. Let's receive that grace in Jesus' name. Glory to God. A positive mind also causes you to see the hand of God always in your life. A positive mind makes you to see the hand of God always in your life. In everything you see God at work in your life. Hallelujah. A positive mind also increases productivity. That is, you are able to do better. Because you are self-motivated. You are able to do better. You excel at whatever that you do. A positive mind makes you live a stressless life. Most of us are so stressed in life. We are so stressed because of the kind of things you are going through. Even as I'm preaching to you right now, you are thinking, you are thinking, your mind is so... F- listen, bring your mind from wherever it is into the church and listen to God. He's talking to you. Hallelujah. Don't be stressed in life. God wants to give us a stressless life. As a church, as a family. Sometimes you see somebody and look at their face. The person is so stressed, so drained. You can see from their face, they are so drained. Stress of life. Hallelujah. A positive mind makes you wiser. Because of your calmness, you are able to find solutions easily. Whenever you go through an intelligence, you are able to find solutions because you are so calm. You are so calm. Do you know that sometimes when you have a very quiet spirit, you are able to think better? When you are, you are so calm at peace, you are able to think and stay more focused on God. And God is able to open opportunities and tell you what to do and what not to do and connect you. Yeah. Positive mind. So it makes you, it, it makes you wiser. And you always find opportunities in every obstacle. You find opportunities when you, you, you are, because you are so calm, when, when things don't go well, when things don't, you are able to see, ah, okay, okay, I'm not supposed to pass it. Maybe God is open another way for me. You're able to see opportunities in every obstacle. I'm going to talk to you about the four types of mindset you all must have. Four types of mindset you all must have. Number one, a positive mind thinks and talks positive. A positive mind thinks and talks positive positive. Proverbs 18 verse 21. From today I see the church changing the way we think. I see us changing the way we talk. And I see God working in our lives in Jesus name. Hallelujah. See death 
and life are in the power of the tongue. And those who love it will eat its fruit. So it means that a positive mind is a mind that thinks positive. It says life and death lies in the power of the tongue. Before you talk, you think about it. The idea will drop into your mind. And when it comes into the mind and you don't weigh it and you alter it, it has effects in your life. The idea first comes into your mind. And when it comes into your mind and you don't weigh it, think through it before you alter it out of your mouth. The thing comes and frames our life. So sometimes we don't see the hand of God in our lives because of the way we talk. There are people, because their minds are negative, their old trances are always negative. Sometimes when they open their mouth to talk, you feel like going into the earth, the earth bearing because everything they say is negative. Sometimes we even talk negative on our children. When they went to me, pa. When they were bold. What do you your head is dead. <laughs> and and we, we, we say, oh yeah, baby, oh yeah. Have you ever seen a seed that is thrown into a soil that does not grow? Once the thing comes out of your mouth, Bible Jesus Christ said that the words I speak unto you are life and they are spirits. So every word that comes out of your mouth is a spirit. Because you are a spirit being. So all your utterances are spirit, spirits. So you can't say anything. Say, oh, I just said it. How can you just talk like that? And confess negativity into your children. I remember, I remember when I, I heard one woman tell her child that the child was a very little girl. And told the child that you confess that thing into the, into, into the future. Do you know how the future is going to turn out? Do you know how that child is going to turn out? Hallelujah. If you want to work with the right mental attitude, number one, change the way you think. If you want to work with the right mental attitude, change the way you think. Philippians 4 verse 8. Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, Whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there's any virtue and if there's any praiseworthy, meditate on these things. Whatever things that are true, it means that you have the choice to to guard your mind and what you think about. So many years ago, I made up my mind that whatever that would not add to my life, I would not think about. If the thought would not help me, I would not think about it. If the thought would not help my marriage, I would not think about it. If the thought would not help my job, I would not think about it. If the thought would not help in my relationships, I would not think about it. You have the right to choose what you think about. The devil will always lay X in our minds. He will always lay the negative X in our minds. It is your choice to choose the egg to lie upon. Because whatever egg you sit upon will hatch. Sometimes we dwell on everything that comes into our minds. And it ends up affecting our lives. Because what you think about ends up affecting how you, you behave in everything. From today, change your mind. From today, choose your thoughts. One place the devil has no control over is your mind. He does not have right to your mind. What he will do is he will suggest and keep suggesting. But it is your choice to choose. When he throws the thoughts into your mind, it is your choice to choose whether to think about or not to think about it. So from today, choose the right things to think about. Things that will add to your life. And not things that will take out of your life. Sometimes we think and think and think. And sometimes if you, if you are those who are married, you'll be quiet with your husband in your head. So by the time you see your husband, you frown. Because for the past two hours, you have been fighting with him in your head. 
invisible fights. Hallelujah. I used to be there. And the devil, I would be driving, someone I'm driving. And the devil would throw that thought into my mind. And I would say, the devil, hey, clear off, clear off, clear off. Leave me alone. Because I choose not to think about those things because it will not help me. What somebody said about you, choose not to think about it. It will not help you. What they said, let them have it. You choose not to think about it. You think not to be worried about it. Do you think that if everything that Jesus Christ had, he went after them, he would have excelled? It takes your focus. Hallelujah, somebody. Are you being blessed, church? Glory to God. Number two. Make up your mind to live a happy life every day. Psalm 118 verse 24. Make up your mind to live a happy life every day. No matter what you go through, make up your mind. Psalm 118 verse 24. This is the day the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. There's a mindset that today is a wonderful day. Today is a glorious day. Maybe you don't have any money in your pocket. Ah, today I'm so happy. Oh, I am happy. Positive mindset. Maybe things are not going well in your life. You have been disappointed. Oh, today the day that the Lord has made. I am so joyful. You come out of your house with a positive mindset. And you end the day will end up going beautiful for you. So no matter what anybody does, you don't know you're nobody. Somebody will step on your foot. Oh, don't worry. It's okay. It's okay. Don't worry. Because you have made up your mind. You have tuned your mind. And today is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. From today, choose to live a happy life. I say choose to live a happy life. Say from today, I have decided... To live a happy life. In Jesus name. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Number three. Change your confessions. Job 22 verse 29. Change the things that you say. But what you say. Some people are so negative. Oh God. Change your thoughts. Change your, the, way, the way you talk. Let me have King James version of this particular verse please. When men are cast down, then thou shalt say, There is what? A lifting up. And he shall save the humble. When men say there's a casting down, you say there's a lifting up. So your, your authorities are always in the positive. One person says that things are hard, so things are good. It is well with me. Our greeting as a church is what? It is well. No matter what you go through, tell yourself, it is well. The person who sang the song, uh, 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 um, it is well. He had lost all his family, his wife and children, everyone. And he said to himself, it is well. It is well. When things are so bad in your life, listen, tell yourself it is well. When business is not going as you expect, it is well. The Lord is working for me. You confess, you confess. Our confessions frames our life. Whatever you hope to receive, you first tell God, you confess them into your life. Keep on saying it. Even though you don't see it, keep on saying it. There's a time that God said to send Abraham to, to sacrifice his only son. His only son. Let, let me have Genesis 22 verse 8. Look at the confessions of Abraham, a man of faith. And Abraham said, my son. But the son was asking him, Lord, father, where is the lamb? We have the wood. Where is the lamb? Look at what Abraham said. My son, God will provide for himself the lamb for a bent offering. So the two of them went on. God will provide. God will provide. If I don't have, God will provide. God will provide. I know my God will make a way. I know my, 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 my Lord leave it. My God will make a way. Oh, even when things are so bad, you can't. God will make a way. God will make a way. You, you say it. You say it. You say it. Don't say him. Me blow. Him. Hey. You want him? Your him. Hey. How would what you are saying add to your life? Your negative confessions, it takes out of your life. It minuses your life. And the positive actually commits God to perform. So if my authorities will make God to work, why not say it? 
Why keep quiet? And hmm, hmm, maybe I made a bro, made a much of you. Why not say you want to do the last time I heard one woman of God came here and she said that things Bopa is hard. Don't you see 2018 registration in, in, in new cars 2018 registration? Mine was you. We, it is not the government that takes care of us, it is God. My God shall supply all my needs according to his riches and glory. My God will provide. Ah, change your confessions. Say from today. I will not talk negative. I will speak positive. In the first place, you continue to be your sickness. This is my sickness, and this is my sickness will take me to death. And let's change the confessions concerning our children. We are called a bunny. We are called a bunny. We are called a papa. Speak good things on our children because it's their future you are framing. Sometimes your children will go and write an exam and will fail, will disappoint you as a parent, it will hurt you. But don't say negative things because when you say it, you discourage your children. Oh, Abana, I know you tried, but you can do better. Encourage, don't discourage. Don't say negative things that breaks people. Hallelujah. As a child, I, it, it took me a very long time to break out of that thing. Because I was a child, someone that was very, very quiet. Very, I wasn't outgoing type. Is they making friends? No, no, I'm, I was also not that kind. And sometimes, whatever you tell me, if you tell me to tell some of the things my mother said to me, some of the negative things my mother said to me when I was growing up at six years old, I'll tell you. Because I never forgot those things. When, am I not beautiful? But some of the confessions made me think I was not beautiful. So I was always redrawn because I was minimum poor, minimum poor. A police effect. Ask my husband, a point of woman or chasing me. <laughs> Negative utterances has effects on lives. It can kill people's confidence. Negative utterances. Because sometimes the things that we say to ourselves, listen, the best mind, the, the most powerful mind, or the most powerful voice is, the, is your own voice. What you tell yourself is the most powerful voice. Let's change our utterances. Change the way you talk. Change how you talk. Don't say everything that comes into your head. Think about it. Weigh it. How would this thing act my life? Before you alter it. Sometimes you talk too quickly. Hallelujah. We are going somewhere, church. We are going somewhere. I said, a positive talker always commits God to act. Sometimes God is by us. He says, that's why he said we should pray. That is why God said we should pray. Acts and it shall be given. So you talk, you commit God to perform. So if you not talk, if you know that your utterances are, are neg- always negative, then don't talk. Keep quiet. Then you. Hallelujah. From today, we'll talk positive. Say, so from today, I will talk positive. I will think before I talk. I will say things that will add to my life. So help me, God. Hallelujah. Let's clap for ourselves. Number two. A positive-minded person is confident. Talking about the four types of positive mindsets. A positive-minded person is confident. First Samuel 14 verse 1 to 3. First Samuel 14 verse 1. And I'll jump from 3 to 6. And I'll also skip to 12 to 14 because of time. First Samuel 14 verse 1. Those who are writing. 3 to 6. And 12 to 14. Now it happened that Jonathan, the son of Saul, said to the young man who bore his armor, Come, let us go over the Philistines, the Philistines' garrison that is on the other side. But he did not tell his father. Let's jump to verse 4. Between the passes by which Jonathan sought to go over the Philistines' garrison, there was a sharp, look at this, there was a Jonathan wants to go to the garrison where the other the enemies were, the, where the enemies camp were. 
And when he decided to go look at this, by which Jonathan sought to go over the Palestine's garrison, there was a sharp rock on one side and a sharp rock on the other side. And the name of the one was Bozes, and the name of the other was Sene. The front of one faced northward, opposite the Mishmash, and the other southward, opposite Gibeah. Then Jonathan said to the young man who bore his armor, Come, let us go over the garrison of these uncircumcised. It may be that the Lord, look at how he was talking, that the Lord will work for us, for nothing restrains the Lord from saving by many or by few. Let's jump to verse 12. Then the men of the garrison called to Jonathan and his armor bearer and said, Come up to us and we'll show you something. Jonathan said to his armor bearer, Come, come up after me, for the Lord has delivered. Oh my God, he was talking. For the Lord has delivered them into the hand of Israel. Let's roll. And Jonathan climbed up. On, the hand, on his hands and knees with his armor bearer after him. And they fell before Jonathan. And as it came after him, his armor bearer killed them. That first slaughter which Jonathan and his armor bearer made was about 20, 20 men within about half an acre of land. And there was a great trembling in the camp and the field. And the, among all the people, the garrison and the raiders also trembled. And the earth was quickened. So that it was a very great trembling. Hallelujah. But listen to this. The focus says that the confidence of Jonathan. The confidence of Jonathan. He was a typical example of a positive-minded person. Who was so conscious of the God with him. And he was confident in his abilities. There are people who limit God and deny him of the privilege of using them or working through them because of their timidity or their lack of confidence. They always say, I can't do it. They have this kind of, I can't do it. I can't do it. I remember when Pastor said to me, come and preach. And I said, I will not preach. Will I be standing before you today? Some people give them an opportunity to come and do the, oh, I cannot. They have this mentality of, I cannot. But today, that mentality is cursed in Jesus' name. Listen, until you try it, don't say, I cannot. Because when you try it, then God begins to manifest. If I had not tried it, I would not have known that I'm born to be a preacher. Until you try it, God cannot work. Somebody will say, have you gone to a school that teaches or shows you how to write books? No. Have you, do you have anybody in your life who has ever written a book? No. But God said to me, write a book. And I didn't know how to start it. But I took a pen and I started to write. And God began to talk to me. Do it, I can't. Do it, I can't. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Sometimes we limit God too much. We limit God by our negativism and our timidity. A positive-minded person is so confident in God. And is so confident in him. He's bold. Look at the boldness of David. And how he, he, he went. He, he, look how he killed Goliath. A small boy. In front of a, a gentle giant. And the man was cursing him. And he was not even affected. He was so bold. Who are you? To invade the camp of the living God. And he was, took his string and he was so confident. So bold. Even his own brother was trying to talk, them, talk him out of it. But the boy was so confident. He Do you know the God with you? Do you know your abilities? Do you know what you can do? From today. Instead of saying I can't. Say I'll try it. Say, I will try it. Say, I will try it. I will give it a try. When pastor says, come and do this. Don't say, pastor. Hey. Hallelujah. Listen, there's something inside of you. God did not bring us to this church for nothing. He's going to make you great. He's going to bring that, that gold inside of you. Listen, be confident. When our father says, come and do this, please. Be confident that I will try it. But they'll try it. But they'll try it. Hallelujah. 
A negative person sees obstacles instead of opportunities. A negative person sees obstacles instead of opportunities. They always think about what people will say if they go wrong. So they are scared to try new things. Somebody used to think sitting there you can't sing. But you are afraid to come out and join the choir because you are afraid of what people will say, what people will think. Oh, the, what, what this person is doing, I can't do it. But you are afraid. Today, be bold. I said, be bold. Be bold. Whatever you have to do, be bold. When you take the bold step, God begins to perform. There are people, when you work with them, you never see progress in your life because they are so negative. Do you know that? The people, when you're working with them, oh, they want to go and buy this thing. Idea way. Just to Grand Ghana. They will always say negative things. They kill confidence. When you work with them, you will never do anything because they like to dwell in their comfort zones. They will, and But they, they like their comfort. So you, when you want to take a bold step, I want to go to school. Am I lying? They will always kill your fire. They will discourage you. Don't walk with such people. Don't walk with such people. Hallelujah. They will always give you 100 reasons why you must not do what you want to do. They will give you 100 negative reasons why you must not take that bold step. 100 reasons why you must not go. 100 reasons why. Discouraging you. There are some men, you marry them, you never go anywhere. Because they don't want you to rise above them. Hey! Am I lying? Yes. You want to do a business? Oh, you want to do this? Oh, oh I want to travel. They will always discourage you. They will never give you the encouragement to go forward. They will kill your confidence. If you're a man like that, please stop you. When you marry the woman, she must her life must get better. Hallelujah. When she's going on the right track, support her. Don't push her down. Don't discourage her. Because you don't know what will come out of that person. Or what, what God will use that person to do in your life, in your marriage. Glory to God. Okay, the next point. Be positive, be confident. Don't allow anyone to talk you out of your dreams. Don't allow anyone to tell you you cannot do it. Don't allow anyone to talk you out of your dreams. Whatever dreams you have, whatever you want to do, whatever you want to achieve in life, don't allow anyone to tell you you cannot do it. At, at, at a point in time, I wanted to upgrade myself. I wanted to go back to school. It was tough. It was difficult. I'm telling you, I was a mother. I was working full time. And I decided to go back to school, Gimpa. And I am at a point in time, we lost our cars. That's when our challenges started. We lost all our cars and everything. I was pregnant. My husband was not working. And I remember at a point, it was difficult to pay my school fees. It was so difficult. Gimpa, you open school two weeks and you don't pay. Huh? They write you off. So it means that you, you will go back. You, you, if, you, if you don't register, forget it, forget it. And then we opened school, and then two weeks, one month, and I still don't have money to pay my school fees. But I was still not discouraged. I was confident I would finish school. Hallelujah. I was so confident I would finish school. One time, I remember I, I, I planned my trip. I took a car, 15 Ghana cities. The driver said I would take 15 Ghana cities. I was pregnant. I was carrying my bag, my books, everything. I we took the car. We go to this Achimota Road, thereabout. There was heavy traffic. The driver said, Hey, madam, if you cannot pay, then I will not go. I'm going to charge 25 cities. He said, 25 cities. Hey, I can't I meant to coffee. And then this guy, I had to get off the car. And as a pregnant woman wearing my uniform, standing by the roadside, I stood there for over an hour. No car was coming. I had to turn back and go home. Next day, I tried it again. Like that, through all the challenges I went through. At the very last minute, when they were writing our final exams, I had to, I was, that was, I was, I was almost due and I was told I was going to be, they have to do CS on me because I had an infection. 
I'll tell you the reason why I'm telling all this story. Don't give up in life. Amen. Be confident. Whatever you want to do, don't give up. Be confident. Be so confident in yourself. Don't give up on your dreams. Don't give up. When they're going to school right now, things are tough. Don't give up. No matter what you want to do, don't give up. Be confident in yourself. Believe God to help you all the way through. Hallelujah. Don't allow negative criticisms to discourage you. Don't allow what people say to discourage you. Accept positive criticisms. Sometimes our minister, that they will call me, this verse that you used was wrong, you have to do it this way. He's correcting me and making me better. So I accept it in good faith. Accept positive criticisms and neglect negative criticisms. What's supposed to say that will not affect your life, please? Say for Garrett. Hallelujah. Amen. Don't allow your limitations or conditions to tell you you cannot do it. Anytime you see obstacles in your life, see opportunities. Jonathan saw rocks, saw the mountains, saw, but he was so confident, he was so bold. He, he said, I will go over. Hallelujah. I will go over to the garrison. Whatever is upon your mind to achieve, make sure you achieve them in Jesus' name. Number three, a positive-minded person is persevering. Is persevering. Persevere means to, to be determined, to press on. Some of us, we easily give up on life. We easily give up on God. Because I've been praying about this. I've been asking God for this. I'm not receiving it. So they give up so easily in life. But a positive-minded person is so confident. Hallelujah. It don't easily give up on life. It don't easily give up on their marriage. It don't easily give up on school. They don't easily give up on their business. They are they always press on. Hallelujah. They so they always press on. See challenges as opportunities. See challenges that confront you in life as opportunities that God is giving you. Philippians 3 verse 12 to 16. Not that I have already attained or I am already perfected, but I press on that I may lay hold on that for which Christ Jesus has also laid hold of me. Say, press on. I will press on. I will not give up. I will be determined. I will be pre- I'll press on. So help me, God. Hallelujah. Don't give up on your dreams. Maybe your family and your friends have given up on you. But don't give up. Don't give up. Challenges are bound to happen or bound to come. Every successful person in life or everybody who has made it in life at that point felt like giving up. Challenges, they, they come. David said in Psalm 23 that even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Even though... So it means that it's, it's bound to happen at a point in time. If you're married, even though I go through challenges in my marriage, I will not give up. I will not give up. Even though I go through it, I will not give up. Positive mindset. Confident. Persevering. Pressing on. Even though I walk to the body of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For you are with me. And your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Hallelujah. Press on. It doesn't matter how many times you have tried. Keep trying till you succeed. It doesn't matter how many times you try that business is not working. Keep trying. It will succeed. Keep on doing it. Maybe some people have done it and they have failed. You will not fail. Keep on doing it. Press on. Say I'm pressing on. I am pressing on. I will not give up. I am determined. I will persevere. May God help you. In Jesus name. Glory to God. Whatever you start, whatever you start in life, make sure you finish it. In Zechariah 4 verse 9. Whatever you start, whatever God leads you to start, make sure you finish it. If it's your business, make sure you finish it. If it's your marriage, make sure you finish it. Let me have Zechariah 4 verse 9. It is only losers who quit. Winners don't quit. The hands of Zerubbabel have laid the foundation of this temple. And his, his hands shall also finish it. 
His hands shall finish it. Then you will know that the Lord of hosts has sent me to you. Your hands will finish whatever you have started. Amen. Hallelujah. Don't give up. Sometimes you try and it's not going as you want. Don't give up. Don't give up on anything. Some people even this give up on their marriages. But there will not be any divorce anymore in this church in Jesus' name. Don't give up. Press on. Be determined that whatever I have started, I will finish it. Because listen, that will be your success story someday. Maybe you have written the exams when you failed. You written them again, you failed. You wrote the third time you failed. Ah, third world war. Go on to the fourth world war. Try it, you pass. Don't give up on your dreams. Don't give up. Press on. The last thing I want to share with you. The last point. A positive-minded person accepts whatever life throws at them. Romans 8 verse 28. A positive-minded person accepts whatever life throws at them. And we know that all things work together for good to those who love God. To those who are called according to his purpose. All things, all things working together for our good. No matter what happens in your life, no matter the challenges that confront you, listen, accept life's choices because they may be God's choice for you. If God is with you, then he knows whatever that comes to you. Maybe somebody took your boyfriend, Manifa. <laughs> I, I, I listened to one man of God who was ministering was saying that a lady came to his church and she was so broken because his boyfriend had left him and he was and he kept on encouraging the lady that no, you know, what if one door closes and the door opens and the lady was saying, Pastor, this one this is my demand for me but, and they kept on praying, said, this lady Lord is laying on my heart, look at the other side, said, no, 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 Pastor, I am so the lady stopped the church because the pastor was not really encouraging her listen, even though we persevere we accept life's choices so after so many years, he saw that he was holding a program in the church, and a lady came to the church and was working with a certain man. And was, the man was holding two children. And he asked the lady, How are you? So, is that a man that you were talking about? So, oh, no, no, that's man. Hmm, Pastor. He has married, he has divorced, he has married about three times. Now he's living in prison. That man, if I married him, hey, I would have married my mistake. So, oh, really? Sir. Listen, when people live your life, let them go. <laughs> because when one door closes, another bigger opportunity opens. Whatever life throws at you, accept it. Don't fight life. Don't fight it. Let me, let's read this verse. I love this verse in um, Genesis. Or oh, let me just talk to you about it. Genesis 13. Actually, was, it's about Abraham. It's about um, Abraham and Lot. And Abraham told Lot to choose. To choose a portion of the land. He said that you go right and I'll go left. Or you go left and I'll go right. If I was Lot, he's my uncle. He's an old man. I'll tell daddy, please choose first. But this guy, because of his greed, actually looked and chose the best land that had the best of everything. The land that was flowing with milk and honey. And the Bible said that he opted for that land, the best, and then went there. Let's read the very last chapter. Genesis 13 verses 14 to 15. Look at this. So after Lot had separated. And the Lord said to Abraham. After Lot had separated from him. Lift up your eyes now. And look from where the place where you are. Northward. Southward. Eastward. And westward. For all the land which you see. I give to you and your descendants forever. The choice that Abraham was left to, left to accept was God's choice for him. The choice that Abraham was left to accept, the option that he was left to accept was actually God's choice for him. Listen, don't fight life. Don't fight delays. Don't fight anything that comes into your life. Maybe you're expecting God, you want to, go, you want to marry, you'll be believing God to marry this year, but if it didn't happen, don't 
fight it. Because this thing is going to happen. Be confident that it's going to happen. Listen, don't fight life. Don't fight disappointment. When people take what belongs to you, let them take it. Because God will always give you the best. See the good out of every negative situation. When one door closes, know that a bigger door or opportunity is coming your way. So always look out for that open door. Don't sit behind closed doors. Some of you, there's the, I want this man. And the man said, I don't want you. You are still holding on. Hey, maybe what they say, there's a charm, it's a charming right there. But because you want to see this man, listen, if it's not your husband, he's not your husband. Let him go. How am I talking to somebody? Don't fight life's choices. Accept whatever life gives to you. Accept it. Sometimes you'll be in a car, the torture is delayed. I remember one time, uh, Dickness, Mary said that she was in a car and she was traveling and then something told her to leave the car. Something happened and she had to leave the car. And when she left the car, after a few minutes, she joined another car. And then when she went a little further, the, the car that she was actually going to sit in had got an accident. Somebody said it was even cut off. You will never know why that delay is happening. Why that Toto had, had to get or, or pull over the top, uh, motorway because the tie. You don't know what would have happened. You don't know. But because God is with us, he jealously protects us. God jealously protects us. Listen, don't fight life. Oh. Don't fight life. When life leaves you without a choice, accept every choice that God life gives you. Accept it. Accept it. It's a positive attitude. Accept it. I don't care. It's okay. It's, don't worry. Don't, don't worry. It's okay. Somebody takes what, what belongs to you, what wifely belongs to you, takes it falsely. Jesus Christ said, if somebody slaps you, give him the other cheek. Slap also. Go. Because if I will slap him, where you can be if you want him. To somebody this morning. Listen, I said whatever comes to you, no, no, don't go, don't worry, don't worry. Because you have tuned your mind, you will not allow it to worry. Don't brood over your mistakes. We serve a God of second chance. We serve a God of second chance. Maybe you've made certain mistakes in your life. Listen, you don't allow the mistakes to mend you. Let go of them. Maybe you lost one opportunity that God brought your way. God will give you another opportunity again. That is one amazing thing I love about God. It's a God of second chance. It doesn't matter. Don't allow your mistakes to hold you back. You realize your mistakes. Somebody called me and was telling me that, Pastor, I, 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 I'm having a failed marriages, uh, failed relationships. And I'm saying, what did you, what, what made you fail? What happened that you've had? And I want her to tell me, identify the mistakes she made. And she pointed them, so you've made, you point out those things. When you point with, you see the mistakes, it actually makes you wiser. It makes you learn. It makes you not repeat those mistakes in your next relationships. So it's very, very important to identify the mistakes I made. Why my marriage failed? Why did it fail? Why did it fail? Sit about it. Think about it. Why, why you didn't think this business do well? Why, why did I do wrong in this business? Identify those things. And then let it guide you in life. Don't let it deprive you of life. Be assured of this. God is always with you. And he knows whatever life gives to you. So be content in life. Be content. Am I pleased somebody? The church is so quiet. I've been blessed this morning. Be content in life. Enjoy life at every stage. Whether you have it or you don't have it, or you're about to have Christmas. Listen, one thing that takes away worry is not borrowing. Don't let the... There's this wind that blows around Christmas. Everybody wants to have everything around Christmas. If you don't have it, waiting happen. happens. Uh, the, the whole of the, the January to the November, having to eat. So it's Christmas. God not going to give you in Christmas time. Do you have to go and borrow rice? And go and borrow oil. What's it? Ah, wear, listen, the dress I'm wearing today, it was not fitting me. I don't have money to go and buy cloth right now. I just my seamstress, open them all up for me. Mashima de free. I'm going to Hey, now I buy force. Listen, if you have a positive mindset, you don't care what people say, you feel comfortable in your own dress. Don't go and 
and borrow. We are a church. We don't borrow. If you have it, buy. If you don't have it, it was Black Friday. If you have it, go and shop. If you don't have it, where shall I force? Why do I have to go and borrow money from the bank because it's Christmas? You go and borrow money to go and buy some what? How will it help you? Go and borrow money to go and buy TV to go and watch in your room. How will it profit you? Because it's Christmas. What's your TV? Listen, we are ending the year in style. Whether I have it or I don't have it, life still goes on. Hallelujah, somebody. Choose to be happy. Don't borrow it. No borrowing. We get by force. Open up all the guinea bee. Poop, poop, poop. Hey, first time, yes, neighbor. First time, go and let them shut it. Wait like that. Cast close. Let's kind of be on our feet. Where by force. Hallelujah. Life is a journey. If you don't make up your mind with the right attitude, you only regret at the end. When you realize you've missed all the opportunities and all the experiences God brought you away. It's like sitting in a car, going on a journey, and you decide to fight with a mate. You will not see all the nice things you have to see and the views you have to enjoy because you choose to fight. Be like the wind. Flow with life. Enjoy its beauty. Enjoy its obstacles. Enjoy its opportunities. Enjoy its blessedness. And enjoy the luck. Enjoy the plenty. Enjoy everything. And at the end, you see that life had been a very beautiful and exciting journey. Don't allow the stress of life to deny you of what God wants to give to you. Let's kind of lift up our hands. Begin to thank the Lord for his word. He's our support, he's our rock, he's our defense, he's our hope in ages to come. He's your future, he's your tomorrow. He's your everything. Talk to him, help me. No matter what you're experiencing today, God is still your help. He is your everything. You will need him till you die. Talk to him. I need you in my life. I need you. Help me. Help me, Lord. Help me, Jesus. Help me, help me. Talk to him. Lift up your voice and talk to him. Lord, I need you. You need him. Every moment, every hour, every second. You need him. Your strength can do nothing. Your wisdom, your contacts, your career. Where you work doesn't have a future for you. Only God. Where you stay, where you live, doesn't matter. It's gone. It is him that you need. His grace, his help. Lord, and grace us, Lord, to do well. And grace us. Help me to think about the right things. As a man thinks in his heart, so is he. You can never do well if you don't think right. Help me to think about the right things. Lovely things. Things that bring advancement. Things that bring progress. Help me to take away negative things out of my heart. So that there will be a place to think about good things. Give me the space in my mind. The space in my heart. Let me drop all negative things. And help me to put in good, good thoughts. That will advance my destiny. That will advance my work with you. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. I'm doing well. Say to yourself, I'm doing well. Tell the Lord, I'm doing well. I'm doing well. In the name of Jesus, with your help, I'm advancing. With your help, my life is becoming better. With your help, I'm declaring good things. What a great God. What a mighty God. What an awesome God. My life is getting... I will never fear. I will never be disappointed. My life will never be the same. I will do well. I will marry. I will give birth. I will have children. I will see my children's children. I will get a good job. My life is advancing. I will also buy a land. I will also build. I will do well in this life. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. We honor you for a word in season. Thank you for speaking to us. Father, Lord, we ask, help us to accept your word. Let this word be registered in our hearts. 
Every grace that we need to live by your word, let that grace be released upon us. Help us to take your word as children who takes instructions from the parents. Take away every spirit of difficulty, every spirit of stubbornness, hard-heartedness, whatever that makes us to think we know. Let that thing be taken from us in Jesus' name. Every grace and the humility and the simplicity that we need to take your word, the simplicity of your word, let that grace be released upon us and cause our lives and our destinies to do well. Help us, Lord. Help us. You are our help. You are our only help. Help us. Help us, Lord, to do well. In Jesus' name. We ask the Lord you bless your handmaid. Let your anointing continue to be great over her. Double her speed in Jesus' name. And let your word be fulfilled over her life. Thank you, Father. Blessed be your name. In Jesus' name. Amen.